Welcome to Implementation Science for Educators, your weekly implementation science tip guaranteed to be under five minutes to match your busy schedules. Hey everyone, and thanks for joining us for this week's five minute tip for implementation science for educators. I will be the first to admit this one's a little bit longer than five minutes, but not much. We thought it was well worth the time though, as we have Dr. Jennifer Coffey, our program specialist with the Office of Special Education Programs. She's going to dive into competency drivers for us. She's going to talk about selection, training, coaching, and then ultimately the importance of fidelity. So let's listen in on this amazing interview. It'll only take you two extra minutes out of your schedule this week. Um, how have selection, training, and coaching processes impacted work within OSEP and with various grantees or recipients of support from OSEP? Yeah, it's a great question. We have various programs that OSEP supports, and they it's, originates in IDEA, and it's Part D is the section that Research to Practice um, supports, and Part D is about discretionary grant programs. And so we have a technology program, we have personnel development, which is personnel preparation, as well as doctoral programs. Um, we have a parent program, um, and I'm forgetting what, oh, technical assistance and dissemination. And then we also have data, a data, data group. Um, so pretty much all of those programs have integrated implementation science into them over time. Um, there's always going to be more need for implementation specialists and implementation support and, and, and time to really think and integrate the processes, um, concepts and tools into the work. Um, but that's something that, you know, we've been doing over time since 2007 when CSEP was first funded. We've been figuring out how to do that. In addition to that, the other division in OSEP is the um, monitoring and state improvement planning side, the MSIP side. And they have integrated implementation science into their work, especially in the form of the state systemic improvement plan mm -hmm. and the requirements in there to, um, to consider implementation science and um, how they're going to do their work. And just really, you know, systemic change having some kind of um, conceptual model that underlies that and using some of the processes and strategies. So both, both sides of OSEP have integrated as well as, you know, throughout the Department of Education, um, the Office of Elementary and Secondary Education as well. That's really exciting to hear all of that and how, um, how you're leading the way, you know, for states to be looking towards OSEP and saying, wow, this is what's being embedded and, and being able to take a look at their own practices. Yeah. Um, so why is fidelity important? How does it impact the overall work of implementation? So we'll talk, I know fidelity is something that people have various uh, feelings around. <laughs> so we yeah. talk to the importance of it and really why, why the push for fidelity? Um, even I did my dissertation, that would have been, was working on that about 2005. And even at that point in time, there was this back and forth about um, adaptation with fidelity. You know, how important is fidelity versus adaptation, et cetera. And we talk a little bit more about context now. That's, that's more of the terminology that's used. Um, 
so I think it's an interesting conversation. Um, and I think you can have both. And I think CSEP has been good about demonstrating that. You, you consider the context, you work that in, but there gotta, they've gotta be core features. Whatever the program, the innovation, the intervention, the initiative, whatever it happens to be, you need to figure out at its core, why do you think that's going to work? Because there, there's a rationale behind it. Hopefully if there's research behind it, which there should be, um, if you're gonna use it more broadly, you should be able to say, these are the core features that were in place. And that's why we think we had the impact that we did. Um, fidelity is interesting to me and I, I can talk about it quite a bit, but um, fidelity is interesting to me because often we don't get past the presence or absence of the core features, but there's much more to it than that. And Dane and Schneider's, um, I think it would have been, Gosh, it was a 1998 article um, I love because it talks about, you know, it's so, so great that say a teacher is using um, an evidence-based reading practice. And, and so you can say, okay, they, they're doing this, they're doing that, they're doing that. But what if the students aren't engaged at all? What if the students haven't heard it? What if they are not making any response to it, you know, unless response is actually part of the core features of what you're looking for. Um, you know, so the, and then there's dosage, you know, how, how often do you need to be doing that? If you just catch them doing it once in a month, is that a meaningful, um, you know, it, has it been meaningfully uh, implemented? Um, so I think we can always do a little bit better in how we look at fidelity in research, at how we support fidelity in, um, in these large scale initiatives, how we think about program evaluation with it. Um, I, think, I think we have a lot further to go and then the, the discussions about adaptation and contextualization are always gonna be interesting too. This week's five minute tips on competency drivers. Join us next week. Sophia Farmer will be back to share her ideas and tips around competency drivers as well.